0: Welcome to the Pull to Shoot podcast with Jeff and Jana. This is our weekly venture into the world of small to medium-sized businesses and the entrepreneurial spirit that drives success.
1: So our goal here is to help you grow and to be the best you can be, both in business and personally. To do that, we identify and we discuss topics that will hopefully help you as you work to build a successful business.
0: We also interview business owners and executives. It's our hope that you may be able to gain insight on ways to help you be a better leader and provide a better culture for your people.
1: Our mission here is to help you pull the chute once a week to work on your business instead of always working in your
0: business. So we hope you find these discussions insightful, helpful, and useful.
1: And thanks for your support. We hope you enjoy today's podcast.
0: Well, welcome to the Pull the Shoot podcast, everyone. We are so glad that you have tuned in this week. Uh, I have my co-host with me as always, Jana Landry. Jana, welcome to the podcast. I hope you're having a Thank good
1: day. Thank you. I'm having a good day. Hey, it's almost the weekend. Woohoo! <laughs>
0: right. Yeah, I know. I just Well, you know, it's, it's funny. We were talking uh, earlier about how it's hard to kind of find time because the weather's getting so nice. You know, our, our guest, of course, here today is from California, so the weather's probably always nice for him uh, for the most part. But, you know, <laughs> here, here in the middle of Tennessee states, it's not always that great, but we're really rolling into that. Wonderfully nice weather, but you know, then I get torn between work and having to go outside and enjoy the weather. So
1: uh huh yeah, it's Working always in a the tough yard, time. getting in that pool of yours, Jeff. Yeah, yeah I hear you. Right?
0: <laughs> oh uh, well, speaking of our guest, um, our guest is someone that I've known for a couple of years now, uh Dean Maynard of the Maynard Group. Um, we met a couple of years ago. Uh and I think it was through another company that I was helping out. And uh, we've just been talking on and off ever since then. But I wanted to bring Dean aboard because a his services are awesome for small to medium-sized businesses and larger businesses if needed. Um, But his story is pretty interesting, and so I really wanted to to do that. So, Dean, welcome to the show. really appreciate you being here today.
2: All right. Well, thanks, Jeff, for having me, and uh, great to be here, and nice to meet you as well, Jenna, and just really looking forward to uh, having a little chat.
0: That's great. Awesome. So, Dean, before we get started into what you actually do and what the Maynard Group does, um, do us a favor and give us your backstory. How did you, how did you get to where you're at today? Because I I heard this story and I just thought it was amazing. So uh, share that story for our listeners, please.
2: Yeah, I want oh, to sure. hear it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's an interesting one. This is um, this goes back to high school. And back in high school, I used to uh, do work for Vanilla Ice, the rapper, at his home in Miami. I'd fly out there, and one of the projects, uh, the primary thing I was working on, what he needed was telephones in his home because it was back before cell phones were really a thing and uh, you know landlines were heavily in use and having a, a large home it needed about 18 phones in the house and so oh, I, was, I needed to figure out how to how to do that and now you said
0: this was vanilla ice right i just want to make sure I yeah, vanilla the vanilla okay ice. i just want to make sure i heard you say that right okay good, good,
2: good super nice guy and you know he trusted me with this project he needed it done and I had to figure it out, and I tinkered around with this for a couple of weeks. Talked to AT&T at the time; they helped support me and got me a little crash course on what to do. And you know, two weeks later, I had a uh, telephone system set up with uh, in, his, in ICE's home with the ability to intercom, open the gate, and do all these different things. And you know, really learned a lot doing it. Enjoyed doing it, and thought there might be a business opportunity here. And so, you know, towards the end of high school, started just talking with local business owners in Santa Cruz, where I live, and they would all complain about their phones, every single one of them. And I noticed that it really wasn't the the phones that were the issue. It was just they weren't getting support or they weren't customized or they weren't getting any attention from, you know, anybody who set it up. And so I figured, you know, we build a business that focuses on this need that other businesses are having, which is, you know. Lousy support and service for their telecommunications. This could work out, and so uh, closer to graduation, I brought on board a friend of mine who was uh, making sales appointments. I would go out in the field and do presentation and ask questions and all that, and we'd go out together in the evenings and do the install. And that's where the company uh, got started because we found a real need in, in in the market. And you know, even though we were essentially providing pretty common item which is phones our differentiator was we provided a really stellar support package behind it so businesses could not have to think about phones anymore
1: okay so dean did you actually then work with whatever the local provider was in that particular area like oh, yes. how does that work as far as yeah how you just uh, you know at that yeah tell me about that a little bit like how you work with the providers
2: well so basically we um You know, there's different, there's, you know, AT&T and Verizon, different, different companies in different areas. And so we, that's just one piece in the puzzle of all the things that we have to work with. So we, well, you know, we'll, we'll work with those providers, get the, uh, Calling plans or packages that a customer would need, hook it up to their equipment and just we would coordinate all of that. So at mm-hmm. the end of the day, it's, it's a headache to deal with telecommunications companies. And so we took that headache away from our customers because they built a company where we would do all of the coordinating, mm-hmm. uh, ordering and management on their behalf and implementation.
1: That's great. So you basically have to know the programs of all the different providers. I mean, as far as because, you know, let's face it, it's very competitive out there. And so you've it got to really understand how it. a Droid is different than a Sprint is ver- different than a whatever, different than a, a you know an iPhone. That's interesting.
2: Yes. And we have to know this. And it's very it's very unfortunately, it's easy for a business who is not telecom savvy to end up with. Products they don't need or mm-hmm. overpaying for services that haven't been uh, properly set up for them, and so that's where we really help businesses out. It, one of the, the the top things that we do is we help businesses reduce cost and save mm-hmm. money because we have an eye for what we need to look for. We are able to optimize these things, determine if they're on good plans, put them on better plans, or maybe move provide move them to different providers entirely. So that's that's how we really help out. Nice.
1: Wow, that's great. Mm-hmm. And you're national, correct?
2: Yeah, we now service com- uh, companies all over the country. So that's so great. We have oh. Almost a thousand clients. You know, primarily in California and Arizona, where our our physical offices are. But we have mm-hmm. staff around the country and, and work with customers everywhere.
0: So, what's the process? Someone comes to you and they say, "I'm looking for a phone system." Is there is there a minimum that you will work with? Is there a maximum that you kind of deal with? You know, and then what's the process for that?
2: Sure. I mean, most of our clients are smaller, you know, under 50 users. I'd say our average clients probably customers have about 20, 30 users. And then we easily support, you know, anywhere from a couple of users to uh, several thousand. So we're, you know, we're well accustomed to that. Uh, A customer will come to us usually uh, because they're just, they're, overwhelmed with frustration or they they notice that they're overpaying or they just they just don't want to have to have this burden they want to you know get costs down get technology dialed up to meet new needs that could be people working from home it could be uh you know new channels to communicate with customers so a lot of what we do now is really beyond what the phone does it's just communication in general so a customer will come to us you know, with one or two particular needs. And then when we start to talk to them, we find out that there's usually a lot more that they need that they didn't even realize, uh, you know, such as basically multiple uh, ways to communicate with customers or uh, different tools to help manage their staff and teams better that are all, you know, integrated within the newer communication platforms.
0: Let's talk about that uh, for a second, right? Because when, when Jan and I interview people all the time, it's always, and then COVID hit. Um, yeah. So, how did that affect you guys? I mean, did, did it send you into a tizzy? Did things go crazy? You know, how did that help you or affect you at all?
2: Well, it so many different ways. I mean, when COVID hit, it was different for us because we're an essential business. So we, right. we still, for the most part, needed to come into our offices. Some of our team would work remotely. I mean, of course, we were very cautious and careful, but we had to keep the phones going for our clients and also help our clients with their work at home strategies and it was all happening at once. And so if you think we're a team of about 40 people and we have, you know, around a thousand clients, so many of them were just like, shoot, what do we do? Help us. let you know, we need to get mm-hmm. people working from home. And so we really just quickly mobilized everyone here to helping with this. And, you know, so we did, you know, we got, you know, all hands on deck to help our clients, mm-hmm. uh, I travel a lot which is really interesting so I go between the offices and everything and it was just it, I just remember when covid hit all of a sudden it was like the light switch went off there was airports were empty airplanes were empty it was almost like there'd be like three or four or five people on the airplane um at once it was just really like everything was a ghost town but uh, wow but it was but things were still moving it was just not in public spaces
1: and I was I'm wondering so um talk about Dean. Did you have to like teach people how to use Zoom? And I know you don't get into computers, but I mean, I'm sure there were there were some elements of a phone service also being connected to being able to tap into kind of these Zoom meetings uh by phone or in your car or all that kind of stuff. So I'm sure there were some alternative ways that you had to educate people during that pandemic that were a little bit different than a typical, you know, phone scenario.
2: Oh, lot, yeah, lots of education, lots of orientation. Uh, and every, every customer's situation was different. So it's not always the same products because we carry, we carry five different companies products plus our own. So we're having to shift gears to, to train for what our customers have or are going to get. Mm-hmm. And one thing about one thing that happened during COVID, which is a little different is, is that the, the buy-in for using new technology or making that a change was accepted um, with open arms. And oh, I got that's you. Again, a lot of people think technology and there's pushback they, you know, they're they're or they want to put it off or they're reluctant to make the change. When you have something like COVID going on, then all of a sudden the, uh, the perception of, of, of doing this changes and it's, you know, they're ready, they're, they're, they're going to listen, they're going to participate and be really enrolled in, in implementing the right solution.
1: Wow, that's interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So how have things changed since uh, everything went back to normal? I mean, are you finding that still a majority of your clients are still working from home, and you're still helping companies have both business or office phones and home phones? Or how is that changed at all?
2: you know some some people have folks coming back into the office you know whether it's their policy or people just wanting to be be together and in in the vibe so i see a blend i what i see more and more is it's it's partially in the office and partially from home so somebody or people in these companies that we work with will oftentimes be in the office not every day of the week, just a handful of days. So what we do for them is perfect because it doesn't matter where they're at, if they're in the office or they're from home or traveling, they're still connected. They're connected with their coworkers, they're connected with customers. It's, you know, we've we've built out their environment so they can they can easily do this, have hybrid work modes.
0: That's great. And does that involve both landline and cell phone and internet based phones?
2: Exactly. Yeah. Basically, everything we do is it. It doesn't. You know, it 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 works over inter, You know, internet connections. Okay. And it's it, our communication systems work over computer uh, apps on a mobile phone, or if somebody has a physical desk phone, that works on that as well.
0: That's good. Yeah. That's great. So what's what's one of the biggest challenges that you're facing right now?
2: The, one of the biggest challenges there's so many challenges i'd say the the biggest challenge for our business is keeping up with our opportunity to scale so basically we're we have a lot of opportunity especially because we can do business anywhere now and you know at the same time you know this this opens a huge amount of new opportunities to work with new businesses and grow the company uh, I don't want to lose sight of the fact that you know we we do what we do very well, and I'd rather be, you know, delivering a very high quality, high touch, great service for our clients and be the the best or one of the best than be one of the largest. And so it's it, it, it that's that's one of the biggest challenges is the growths in front of us, but we have to go very. Um, we have to be very careful with this and bring on people who are a right fit committed to giving the best service and understand that. So I'd say that's one of the biggest challenges. There's a lot of challenges going on as well as just the, the industry in general, because it's technology is moving so fast. We're yes. The entrance of AI and what that's doing, it's, it's exciting, but it's, it, it's got us a little bit nervous at the same time because, you know, our customers are, Relying on us to bring AI into some of their applications. And right now it's pretty much in its, its most basic form. You know, a lot of people are familiar with chat GPT. That's, in, that's a version of AI, but this is also available in communication platforms. The only thing is AI is now moving so fast that we have to keep up with it. And so one of the biggest challenges is just, you know, learning it, understanding it and also you know, trying to figure out how we we match this with customer needs and Mm -hmm. be cautious, cautious at the same time.
1: And be very cautious because we, you know, I've been listening to the news about this. This is a big hot topic right now, Dean, and I'm sure you know this, Jeff, too, on the news. It's like, AI is moving so quickly and they're so there, it's so complicated, but also kind of scary because it hasn't been regulated governmentally. So, like a lot of this stuff, like the government's trying to keep up with the development, the technological development and the scientific development behind it. So that like it doesn't take over, you know. Yeah. Um, we don't mo- monopolize certain companies and and certain processes within companies with AI. I yeah. would imagine that is a big thing, Dean. I I think I love that you did say though. I would rather offer really stellar customer service and keep you know keep not grow so quickly that I become a bazillionaire, but I've got you know a ten percent. Uh, loss in customers and such because i'm not delivering customer service i think that also goes back to something that jeff and i talk a lot about is just hiring the right talent and you know the service industry right now which yours sounds like it there's an aspect to it definitely it's tricky it's tricky to find people that are are a fit in just in general in service uh service industry types of companies so oh yeah finding that, that yeah, to be sure. a challenge as well
0: I'm sorry. What's that? I said, are you finding that to be a challenge as well? Finding the right people?
2: Yeah, it, it is a challenge. But when we do find the right people, it's, you know, we know it's a great fit. And when they're part of our culture, it's, you know, we, you know, it's a good thing. And it's like, you know, every business has its culture and this company, you know, we have ours and it's when, when someone's a fit and we're all on the same, uh, you know, with the same rhythm on the mm-hmm. same, and, and understand each other, it, it works out really well. And, you know, this is Considering that this is such a substantial part of my day and everybody else's day to be here, I, I want what we do to be, you know, rewarding, fun, exciting, something that we we can go home and be, you know, feel good about what we did. Yes, I certainly yeah. feel good about what I did when I go home. And, you know, and that's why it's just like, I don't want to, you know, I want the, the company has to grow. I want the company to grow. It's very important. But I don't want to go crazy with just uh, focusing on growth and then and then alienate people or have upset coworkers or upset customers who are not having a good experience, because then that's what brings, brings me down. And I, you know, what, what's what the mo- one of the most exciting things is, you know, when, you know, when a customer gives us a referral or, or a, a staff member gives us a referral as well. That means that they trust our company. They're, they're enrolled mm-hmm. with us. Even people who used to work here, you know, you know, Sometimes somebody may go on to another opportunity or, or something. Oftentimes, so many times they will come back and bring us along to support the company that they're that they're with. So that's that's, that's really great. rewarding to know. You know, and that, I, I I never want to lose that. I never want our company to be something where somebody regrets doing business with us or regrets being. I, mean, I always want I always want our company to be, you know, uh, a good place for people to work and a good place for customers to do business with.
1: That sounds great. So Dean, on that note, what are, give me two things that you offer your employees that makes them want to stay. I mean, I'm just throwing this out there. I don't mean financially. I just mean like, you know, do you guys have like Friday team building or do you bring ice cream in once a month or do you, (laughs) I mean, I love to hear those things because people do want to know that now. And I will tell you, Gen Zers are looking for that. They're looking for life experiences and experiences and sustainability and Interesting, stimulating places to work. Now the Gen the Gen Zers are a little different than you know some of the older generations that would put up with stuff. <laughs> what do you What, oh, do, what sure. do How do well, you get them so, hooked? The,
2: the top two things that come to mind, which are very, very important to me, by the way, are uh, listening. This is a company where we listen. We, you know, it's. It, I can tell you that listening is one of you know my top things that, that that I'm interested in is hearing what other people have to say for any number of things so we're a very you know very much in tune with listening to what people have to add have to say something might not be going right we need to hear that doesn't mean we're going to all of a sudden change everything but we got to be listening and acknowledge what people are are bringing to the table so that's a lot of the the technology that we offer a lot of our programs have come from ideas from here we've changed course a lot of times because of feedback from others. So it's listening is very important. And I know that I don't, I know I like to be heard and I, and, and, and so for, for people here, it would be the same thing. So that's one thing that's important in our environment. Uh, The other thing is opportunity. This is a company of opportunity for folks that can come in, in any department and, you know, move forward, move upward, Learn new things, try new things, maybe move into a completely different role entirely. But, you know, opportunity certainly is one thing that is a standout in this company that, that people like. And they get to try things. We get to try things, do what we call labs, which are uh, experiments where we, you know, do self learning and all that. But it's all, it all makes it engaging for the team. That's
1: great.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. I'm, I'm so excited that you're focusing on your culture. You know, Jan and I talk about this a lot and, and it's one of my main focuses. It's why I started Pull the Shoot because, you know, you know, we had this whole thing about the Great Resignation, which is still happening today, which blows me away. You know, 4 million people a month are moving to new jobs and it's mm-hmm. not about the money. It's about the culture. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I started Pull the Shoot just to help people create better cultures. Um, so yeah. that people stay.
2: You know, if companies would have more, you know, have more conversation with folks and facilitate that—that really—that really solves a lot of problems. You can have yes, good conversations, listen, talk about things. That's what I think that that's what people need. Otherwise, if people get ignored, they get frustrated, and then yep. it's just like, "Why am I here if I'm not getting heard?"
1: Yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, it's a big I, I always coach my people. I always go, "Look, if you got someone, you know, that's doing a job, ask them what they need to do their job better, and as long as it's within reason, give it to them." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you to do. Now they really own that job, mm-hmm. right? And they're yeah, going to they're gonna do, give it every ounce of their energy to make sure it gets done right. Because you well, listened to them and then gave them what they needed.
1: Well, and Jeff and I talk about it a lot of times too. Um, find out if that's the position that they want in the company. They might have been hired there initially, but there's something else after a few years that they want to do or try. So I love that you have these lab opportunities, Dean. I think that's great. Communication is the key. I mean, you know, that's my wheelhouse. So I'm all about it. I think that's great.
0: Yeah, I think it's awesome. So, Dina, people use you. Um, they they call you up. Is there? Do they pay you to kind of do the research, or do do they pay you? On, how, how does it work? How does how does an yeah. agreement with you work? I'm just curious.
2: Well, I mean, usually it starts with you know a just getting to know who we're talking to. So, whether they call, however, we connect. Our our first goal is 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 it, we we got to find out a little bit about their business which is actually one of the most important one of the most exciting things for for me um, and you know what I like about our company is, is we work with so many different customers but we need to learn a little bit about their business and learn what's what's going on. So that's that's like it's more than needs assessment it's just you know seeing also if we're a fit and then as we start to find out their needs, we usually do an, an initial proposal of what we notice where we can help, what we can do, um, there's no cost for that initial proposal. It's a, it's a basic assessment. You know, we put a lot of time into it. I mean, it's quite a, quite a number of hours and people involved, but we make a, a proposal. And then if our potential client likes what they see and want to move forward, the, how we sell our services could be any number of ways, depending upon what we, need to do in that engagement. It might be, uh, consultation hours. It might be a combination of support agreements, products, and, uh, service plans, hardware purchases. It's, it, there's so many different things. It's, it's unique to each business and their needs.
0: That's great. So they, they, they decide they want to go with AT&T for their service. They go to you for their support.
2: Yeah, we, but we put it all into a bundle. So if somebody needed, you know, uh, internet or better internet, um, more reliable internet, like they say, you know what, our internet is so reliable, we need our internet to be so reliable, it cannot go down because we're running credit cards in our business, you know, we're doing, you know, different everything over the internet. So we'll go in and we'll say, look, uh, we'll bring in a company like AT&T, we'll bring in a backup connection, which might be, you know, a wireless or some other backup Mm -hmm. connection. The networking hardware to to network all of that phones if they're doing phones there might be other things like Wi-Fi that we're implementing for for a customer we bring all that together and it's what makes it easy for them is they don't have to worry about m- making it all work themselves our engineers do that we implement it we support it and our customer gets one bill everything comes on one bill
0: okay nice it it great love it yeah love it love it love it. That's fabulous. Hey Dean, so this has been th- over 30 plus years you've been doing this. Congratulations. What 33, what 33
1: years. Wow. Wow. That's great. Go on, Dean. That's good.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Great, great story. I I love the vanilla ice story. I think that's a wonderful way to, to get things started, right? Started yeah, before.
2: oh great guy. He's like he's like an entrepreneur. He would even give me little tidbits of it, you know, here and there, but he's he's got an entrepreneur mind going on. Yeah.
0: About I love it. Well,
1: Thank hey, you. he's still touring, so he must be doing okay. <laughs> yeah, right?
0: <laughs> and if people want to get a hold of you, if they want to learn more about what the Maynard Group can do for them, how do they do that?
2: And they can go to our website and check that out or simply give us a call.
0: And the website, website
2: is? is? uh website is Okay. And our phone number is uh, 1-800-377-3150.
0: All right, hey. wonderful, wonderful. Well, Dean, thanks so much for being on the on the program today. We're uh, always excited to talk to uh, entrepreneurs that that can drive a successful business, which apparently you have done a wonderful job. So, hey, you're a testament to just sticking with it and being entrepreneurial and and being out there. So, thanks for sharing your story. I really appreciate that.
2: Yes. Oh, for sure. Well, and thanks for having me. Um, yeah, and
0: uh, for so all those good. listeners out there, thank you. As uh, we always do, Jan and I always appreciate your feedback. Um, we hope that you found this podcast to be uh, enlightening, interesting, and encouraging as well, because you can see how success can drive things. And if you just kind of stick with it and push through it, and, and Dean has done that as well. So, uh, again, thanks to all our listeners. Uh, we're always here if you need us, Jeff at pullashoot.net or janelandry.com. If you need to get a hold of us, we're always here to answer any of your questions. Until the next time, stay safe and be healthy.